Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Let's find out who you helped. Oh, I'm so happy. So Darwin, weaving your soul energy into this thread and coercing it into the bulb, you find yourself in front of the thread for Skriha, god of the Aarakocra. Nice. I was worried we'd be without bird people. You coerce this thread into the bulb and Aranus a tendril of light from above glows in intensity and shoots down. It pierces you through the shoulder and you feel this connection with the Aarakocra and Skriha. Arnis, from within the bulb, you now have four. You have four threads connecting, two that have been snuffed out. Brumble through his bloom, somewhat impressed by your success so far. What are we doing, Harness? Where are we going? Who's next? Mm. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't wanna have to make the choice, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and it's already right. on my head that they're dead, basically half not, yes, but I, I wanna remind to... you you have disadvantage on this next role. <gasps> You're right. I'm not going to do that then. Before you go do something that you critically want to succeed at. I'm going to have Brumble make sure he just directs me away from the elves and (laughs) then I don't care. Mm -hmm. Just so that I literally don't pick that one, but I also don't want to (laughs) know. Okay. From outside the bulb, Darwin, you see Aranus's silhouette with like a few extra tendrils of light attached to it now. Wander over to that same spot at the edge of the bulb where Cade like ahemmed you. And he also turns around and goes into a different direction. <laughs> okay, Aranus. Make a soul save. Disadvantage. God, who am I about to kill? About to kill somebody. Come on. Why is my low number always a f- Four. I got a mm. nine. Mm. Was the highest 16 again? No, it was a 14, though. Mm. Which still would have been good. Okay. 
Let me go back over to my dice roller. Wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the souls that we have burned. Aranus? I'm not saying you were wrong for avoiding the elf, for avoiding Olwenir's threat at this time. But if there was a second one that I wish you hadn't gone to, because um, uh, you may have some splaining to do uh, to someone. Um, first, make a constitution. Oh, no, no. Sorry. No, this is under 10. This is just damage. You don't have to worry about the con save. Uh, oh, that is much lower. Arnis, you'll take 13 points of damage. As you reach out for this thread, try to connect to it, it flares and singes you and fades away. Brumble says, do you want to know? I mean, I would find out eventually anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you better tell me. That was the thread for Dorlek, god of the orcs. And once again... Corum motions over to the throne next to him. Whenever you're ready, Aranus, do you sit down? No. You can choose to do, do so at any point, but just after your turn each round, he will again offer it. Because, yeah, Corum is very interested in what you're doing and what type of success and failure you're having. Outside, Iolana. Um, before I move forward, uh, under which God do the, uh, oh my God, I can't remember Sam's race's name. Tamani. Yes. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. I can tell you that he is not under any, um, he is not under any threat here. I'm trying to figure out who might know who you could ask. Oh, okay. You could ask Cade, and if they were awake, you could ask Kairos. Um, so I would ask Cade, do the Tamani have any connection to what we're doing right now? In which case, uh, Cade will tell Darwin, and Darwin can relay this as he sees fit. The Tamani aren't under any immediate threat. If, mm, no, not if, because um, I know their origins, so Cade would know them too. Rabilla definitely would have told him. The Tamani are under no threat. They, they belong to many gods. Close ties to Tiff, yes, but many gods. Cool, yeah. I'm kind of forming how that makes sense now, and I think I, I understand what's going on with that at least a little. And I think Iolana would too, because Iolana's smarter than me. Um, mm -hmm. So at this point... Having had positive interactions with the dwarves, Yolanda is going to try to help them. Hey, the dwarves. It would be nice to go to the protectorates. Let's see how All this right, goes. Then. Let's roll an arcana. Sorry, let's roll soulcana. Uh, that's another 24. Jeez. Aaron, up. I, I, I thought we were it's joking that Iolana was going to be saving folks, but... Hey, here we are. All right, Ilana. Cade 
We'll let you know which one is connected to Gregic Iron Hand and the dwarves. You spend a few moments manipulating that thread and coercing it into the bulb. And Arnis, once again, one of these tendrils of light, blooms brighter, shoots up from low, and pierces your leg. And you feel an instant connection with the dwarves. All right. Darvin, what would you yes. like to do? Pick another thread. <laughs> At random? <laughs> yeah, still asking Kid to warn me. Well, I know which one's the elf. Mm-hmm. I just won't pick it now. Yeah. Not that one, but any of the other ones will do. Yeah. Okay. Let's roll Solcana. Solcana. Ugh, I got a seven. <laughs> the option is on the table again to jump in as a physical uh, as a physical fuse. But let's find out who it is. Or would that not matter? I mean, it might, but... I think it does. That's just me. Right. So, Darvin. Hmm. Again, only a small amount of damage. That's 11 points of damage. Okay. As you reach out and try to manipulate this thread, and you find yourself in a similar position as you are manipulating Krulka's thread for the kobolds, you could jump in as a physical fuse, or you could let it go. There's... There's still too much left to let this one go, too. Okay. That one fades away, disappears. Arnis, from within, you see another tendril slink away and vanish amidst the green and gold threads of this landscape. What do you want to do? Um, weirdly enough, I think before I go any further... I want to take a moment to heal myself. Okay. Um, action or bonus action? Uh, action. Oh, okay. Like full action heal. Yeah. I was going to say, if you had a bonus action heal, which no, well, there's no bonus action heals, are there? Yeah, that's, that's there heal, healing word. Healing, healing word, word is a bonus action, but Sorry. yeah, no, I need way more health than healing word is going to give me. Okay. So, um, so yeah, no full action. So this would be, I guess, in like, I'm not, trying to pull a thread this time mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah taking a calculated moment to give myself some back here um mm-hmm. so i'm gonna cast cure wounds at level four <laughs> big big heals well i'm at 36 of 75 Fair. so Fair. yeah Fair. we're going big i have the fourth level spell slots and i'm not using spell slots for anything in here. So, well, there's a couple of eights and a seven. Hmm. Oh, Very nice. And another eight. <laughs> 36 health back. I just doubled Dang. my health. <laughs> Dang. As Coram sees you stopping to heal up, he says, is it becoming too much for you, Arnis? Are you sure it's safe to continue? I look him straight in the face. Now back up to really like almost my hit point maximum. Mm-hmm. Almost back up to full health. And and I just say, I'm fresh as a daisy. Are you worried? <laughs> okay. You're healed up a little bit. The landscape around you continues to change. Back outside. Vale, how are you feeling about you and Kairos? 
Um, still not seeing the need to set him free yet, especially because uh, technically I'm pretty deep in the uh, exhaustion. Oh yeah. So I'm um, not gonna risk all the layers of that. So he's good. He can keep uh, hanging out. Okay. Okay. Iolana, what do you want to do? Keep on, keep it on, brother. All right. Are we targeting anybody specific? Um. There are one, two, three, four, five, seven. six, seven left. <laughs> it's it's seven. We'll go with the gnomes. <gasps> Tonk. Oh no. All right, Iolana, roll that Arcana. It's Soul Kana. It's a fifteen total. <gasps> Okay, wonderful. We're there in the mixed success area. First, Iolana, make a constitution saving throw. Where we're at with con saves, that sound just... Seven for a con save. Well then, you're going to take this damage. It's a little bit more than previous. This is... Let me math here real fast. That is 19 damage. It's actually less than the last time I took... Oh. By quite a bit. Oh, more than the last time I rolled damage. And you've got the option here. Do you want to let this thread go? Or do you want to force it? Um, the pain still happens, but if you decide to succeed, you will also be at disadvantage for your next check. When you say force it through, that doesn't mean I'm jumping in. No, no, this isn't the physical okay. bridge. Okay. You could always do that. Make sure it was a little confusing there. No, um, no it's a, it's a mental magical strain that you're putting on yourself. I'll take the disadvantage on the next roll. Okay. In which case, um, you manage to manipulate Kalikno's thread for the gnomes through into the bulb. And Aranus, another one of these beams of light, reaches out, grabs you around the wrist, and just melds into your arm and you feel a connection to the gnomes and i realize we should have done this after the last one but aranus make another constitution saving throw as the strain on your body continues in this space i cannot roll a con save above a 10 to literally save my life or the life of anyone else um that's a seven okay that is 13 damage and disadvantage again. From outside the bowl, Darwin, Iwalana, you can see these tendrils of light shooting into Aranus's silhouette. You can see more of them trailing off of him now. His silhouette has grown larger. It's taking up more of this space, but it looks, it looks like it's taking its toll. It's not necessarily close to dying. It's just it is a strain on RNS. And the longer this takes, the more chances that he has to succumb to that strain. Darvin, what are you doing? Pulling another thread. Are we still avoiding the elves? Yeah, for now. Okay. Let's roll. I'm scared, too. Uh, <laughs> okay, this Whoa, time that I was... Loud Sorry. As fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I hit my no, mic okay. stand a little bit. It's ominous. Uh this time I got a 15. Hey. All right. Let's let's see where you're at. There's so much stress right. Now. <gasps> okay. Darvin. 
Make a constitution saving throw, Darvin. I got a 16. Okay. No disadvantage for you, but you will take 16 points of damage. And you've got a choice here. Sorry, um, I did this backwards, I think, with Iolana. Darvin, you can take these 16 points of damage and succeed in pushing the thread through. Or you can avoid the damage and let it drop. Oh. Sorry, I did that backwards with Iolana. I made now her I take the damage first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I worded it all backwards. Um, okay, I'll take the damage. You'll take the damage and succeed? Okay. Sorry, so it's, it's 16, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's 6 a.m., so I apologize if my words don't always come out in the correct order. And Darwin, as you manipulate this thread through, Cade congratulates you on saving Eliker and the goblins. Aris, you feel another thread plunge into you, into your side, and you feel that connection. Okay, um, back inside. Aranus, still feeling weakened. What would you like to do? Well, I'm going to try another one. (laughs) Another not-the-elf one? Another not-the-elf one, because I, again, have disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Do you have any way to remove an effect on yourself? Uh, You mean, like, I have lesser restoration. Nah, nah, I don't know what you're talking about, though. Like, nah. to give myself advantage. I don't know advan- what I was thinking either. I mean, like, to give myself advantage or something? The only thing yeah. I have is bardic inspiration, and you can't do that on yourself. Yeah. If you'd brought M in, that'd be a different story. I just didn't... No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh my gosh, yeah. the crazy things that would happen. I've got, it's like, like dispel magic. <laughs> Feeling <laughs> that is not like a, a good idea. idea. Hey, do you want to cast a spell magic on this entire place? <laughs> no, I don't even want to attempt it. Thank you. Okay, sorry. I mean, I also have greater reservation, but you're talking about like mechanically, like something. Yeah. Cool, like. Yeah. Um, okay, Arnis, let's make another soul save. Seriously? Like, how is this a thing? Every fucking time. One number is really high. And one number epic. I got an eight total. <sighs> damage, 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 damage. Um, that's 18 damage as you try to grab onto another one of these threads and pull it into yourself. And your body and your soul are just being pushed to the limits. And it is such a strain that unfortunately you can't maintain your grasp on it. As the light of Philofri and the Fae fades away. Brumble says through his bloom again, Well, I applaud the spirit behind your actions, Aranus. I'm worried this may be too much of a strain for you. How are you feeling? I feel like I'm getting a goddamn massage. How do you think I feel? (laughs) (laughs) I... You can't expect me to know. You're on untrodden ground. You are so far off the beaten path, Arnis. I can't know how you feel, physically or mentally. I can get a sense of it through this bloom, but it's only a pale shadow. Corum offers you, again, a chance to sit down. Take your victory, Arnis. You've already done 
far more good than anybody could have asked for. And as he says this, of course, there are still one, two, three, four more tendrils of light that remain. Nobody expects you to be Pathox. You can be your own god. The harness, um, do you sit down or do you respond or do you um, just fuck you, Corum? So uh, I don't sit. I say back to Corum, I mean, seems to me like we've had a way to fix this all along. And it seems to me that you didn't lift a finger. So I'm going to try to save as many of them as I can. You're welcome. Your call, Aranus. Back outside. Uh, let me do a real quick count here of the success. It's seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So back outside, Darwin, Ilana, you see the original set of the 17 beams of light that were strong and connected, joined now by seven weaker strands of light that are connected. A number have winked out, but four still remain. First up, Vale. You hear the voice of Kairos again. Your friends are nearly there, but they have not been entirely successful, as you know. If you let me out, I could be of great help. I have enough faith in my friends to let them see this through when there's too much uncertainty in what would or could happen if I let you out right now. Very well. He's not exactly pleased that he has to stay put, but he's not angry about it either. It's not indifference. It's like a scratch you can't itch or an itch you can't scratch. <laughs> Obviously, he wants to be out and have more power and control, but he's been in this pendant for a very long time, and he's not in a rush. He's an in this pendant kind of guy. <laughs> Thank you for that. We needed a tension break. Iolana. Uh, knowing like that Iolana's at disadvantage, uh, <gasps> That's right. she's going to ask Cade to find the monstrosities line. Oh, shit. Go Can I ask, down. from Iolana's perspective, what is the dislike? I I know that like, Dude, there Gosserin are many possible reasons, but what particular about Gosram in Iolana's point of view? The way he treated us and then just like when we left decided, well, I guess if they're not going to do the work, I'm not going to do the work either. Like, seriously, if there's yeah. anybody on this list that I have any, any, that she has any sort of negative feelings towards at all, it's Gosram. Okay. Because I know he didn't directly assault you like he did the others in the group. He really did. But he was a dick. Massive, massive dick. He was that too. So, yes. Cade will... <laughs> Darvin, in your head, you hear Cade say which one it is. <laughs> like she, he says, she must really have it out for Gosrim. But that thread is right over there. <laughs> How do you relay this information to Iolana? I let her know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I let her know. These rolls are fun. I did wait before you four. Oh, I was gonna say before you roll, 
but we've already rolled now, so let's deal with this first. Uh, so with my bonus... Oh, that's right, you've got a bonus. It's an 11. Oh, it's an 11. Okay. I should just have you make all the rolls, so I'm not going to roll. What is you your bonus to, to Arcana? Nine. Oh, shit. Because you get to use a thing that has where you can add your proficiency. Can't add my proficiency. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's because of where you're at. Yeah, no, I know, I know. You, you I know. are constantly not, at immediate threat. Okay. I'm not so, complaining about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I guess if we want to follow the rules that I set forth for this, Iolana, you've got a few options here. One, you could jump in and be a physical fuse. Two, you could just let go. Nothing bad will happen to you. Three, you can make the con saving throw, take some damage, maybe another disadvantage, but you will save the monstrosities. Iolana's going to let go. <sighs> hey, Iolana hasn't let go of anyone and has already saved like four groups. So, Oh, I know. Yeah. I, know I know. You're like way up on the like who has done the most shit scale. Like you don't have to tell me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, Iolana, you are a small bit of damage away. and Yeah, but I didn't want to risk the disadvantage because I feel like I'm going to have to be the one that tries to save the, uh, saves the elves on my next turn, and I don't want Arnus pissed at me. <laughs> well, Arnus is through the disadvantage now, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless it gets imposed on me again for some reason. Well, originally it was going to be after every three threads, but then I realized you could be a disadvantage forever, so changed that thank you (laughs) no rolling disadvantage is bad in both the die sense and just it continuing to happen okay so iolana fully aware of which thread she's trying to manipulate and what's at stake here knowing that it is well within her power to save them does not and a light fades away. And Arnis, you see another tendril just sink into the ground and vanish. And Brumble's Bloom will tell you exactly who that was. Well, Arnis, how does it feel to say goodbye to Gosrum? No big loss from your angle, I guess. Well, I mean... He did, like, try to kill us multiple times. Basically try to enslave, like, a whole town. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, and manipulated that whole tribe of Suku- Hooligans, too. Yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Darwin. Yes. We have dragons, elves, and oozes left. Dragons, elves, and oozes. Oh yes, my. indeed. I was just going to say that. It was, <laughs> I was half a second from going, oh my, when you did it yourself. <laughs> I should have waited. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Dorothy. Certainly not right. dance us anymore. Um, I, I guess I feel like I'm still avoiding elves because that's someone else's. Mm-hmm. That's over my pay grade. I don't really care about oozes, I don't think. Particular. I mean, we haven't met any oozes at all. That's true. 
Maybe dragons is over my pay grade too. Maybe I should try and save the ooze. Go for it. Yeah, okay. Mm. I'll try and save. Cade can certainly direct you to the thread for Plorbap, god of the oozes. That just sounds like an oozy name. It does. Plorbap. Sounds like an ooze just oozing along. Yeah, it really does. All right, Darwin. Let's roll. Okay. 15. Okay. You're in the same situation Iolana was just a moment ago. You can jump in, be the physical fuse. You can make a con save, take some damage, manipulate this thread through, or you can let go. I will take the con save and some damage. All right, roll con. 17. Ooh, that's a success. So no worries about future disadvantage. Gosh, even halved, that is 10 points of damage. How are you doing on health, Darvin? I'm down to 16. Oh, you're still quite good. Quite good. Plans. <laughs> Perfect. For yeah, Darvin, have... that's, that's, that's incredible. I have my key points. I guess that's true. You have all your key points, so <laughs> you're fine. It's 16 plus, you know, 12 not death saves. <laughs> right? Before we go back inside, I, I just have a quick question for Iolana. Iolana, mm-hmm. how obvious was it that you chose to let that one go? I don't, I don't know. Like, and that's all up to you. Like, do you want it to have been like, ah, shucks, was, or like, no, fuck so this guy? Was, no, I think it was more like. I mean, however, it looked like when Darwin let his go, like the 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 mathematics of the situation is I have to let this one go because mm-hmm. there's other ones down the line I have to try to save. Okay. Because Sam and Carolina are watching you all like, intently, unsure of how to help, and they they would if they could, but they would be maybe uh, they'd be worse off than Darwin, let's say, rolling. They are watching with great interest, but they don't exactly know what's going on. They're being encouraging, but there's not much they can do to assist you other than jumping in and being a fuse themselves, probably. So, after Darwin saves the oozes, Arnus, back inside, you feel another thread of light reach out and squirm up your leg, in through your belly as you feel connected to Plorbap and the oozes. And there are but two threads left. <laughs> Olwenir and the elves, and Yoru of the dragons. Well, I can't ask anybody to try to save the elves and put that on them, so here we go. Okay. Roll that soul save. <laughs> Twenty-four. Ooh. <laughs> I rolled a nineteen. <laughs> nice. As you reach out and grab this thread, you get an image of Olwenir in your head. And while she is grateful, she has a look on her face that almost seems to ask, I guess you want me to thank you now, huh? <laughs> 
do I feel like she can do I feel like she can like see me? You feel connected to her. You can certainly <laughs> My try. Is to, like give her a couple middle fingers. <laughs> she rolls her eyes. But you feel connected now to Olwenir and what remains of the elves. Coram looks at you. Well, Arnis, there's only one left. It's really up to you if you wait or not. Your friends have been almost successful, and for the most part, doing their best to save the gods. For the most part. Would you care to take a seat with me? Not yet. Okay. Vale, Kairos will be honest with you. There's only one left, Vale. And while... <laughs> While I am fairly certain I could be successful, I understand if now's not the time, but would you like to set me loose? Kairos, I don't doubt at some point the time will come, but today is not that day. Then I'll wait. Ilana and Darvin, you see Arnus's silhouette within the flames, growing number of threads entwined with his silhouette, becoming more and more connected. And there's one left, and there's no playing ignorant of which one it might be. It is the dragons. It's Yoru. Who wants to attempt this? Iolana will step up. Okay. Well, I've only had interaction with one dragon, and she's a bitch. Right. Uh, knowing <laughs> that I could be part of the process to save her would be so much fun to rub in her face. <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, never mind, I already heard a die roll. Never mind. Yolana, what do you have? It's a 15. Okay. You're presented with that same option again. Physical fuse, con save, or let go. I'll take the con save and the damage. Okay. Let's roll that con save. I crit on the con save. Ooh, very nice. As you're manipulating Yoru's thread and assisting it into the flame, it first passes through you, and you feel this surge of energy, feel this surge of energy, this burning swelling up inside you. And as you pass the thread through, your mouth opens as if to scream, and a small little burst of fire shoots out. (laughs) And Iolana, you take... 24 points of health. Ooh. I gained 24? That's all. <laughs> you did. Uh, you crit. Yoru uh, is pleased, and he has assisted you. Unless I'm being too, too kind here. No, no. Not too kind. <laughs> but everything's going to taste a little, a little burnt for the next few days. <laughs> so, let me look at this list. With only one, two, three, four, five, six. That's not bad. One, two, three, not bad, not bad. Almost a two-thirds success rate overall. Darwin and Iolana, as you look around the room, you notice there are no more threads. No more threads to work on. 
you notice that all the threads have either been pushed through, have faded away. Aranus, you feel this last thread. You feel this last thread from Yoru. The dragons connect to you. Please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. 17. Ooh, nice. The only time I've rolled above a 10 on a con save all night. <laughs> so you'll take half, which is nine points of damage, but you push through the pain. Brumbles Bloom looks at you and says, Well, Aranus, unless you're going to do any pruning, <laughs> I'd say I'd say there's no more to be done. And I take a seat. You walk over next to Corum, sit down in this throne, and things get interesting. Sick. <laughs> First, Aranus, make a constitution saving throw again. Oh, Jesus. You were going to make a save when you sat in this throne one way or the other. Okay. What'd you get? I got an 11. As you sit in the throne, these threads, these tendrils of light drill into you deeper, and it feels like they're expanding outwards. First, take 18 points of damage. How are you doing on health? Uh, let me do some math. I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm at 14 hit points. Okay. As the pain shoots through you, you maintain your consciousness. These threads grow and burn, and you can feel them intertwining with your own soul. And as this energy is pulsing through you, does your throne change? If so, what does it look like? It's a throne of loots. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be a throne of loots to have, like, yeah, I think... Um, uh, it definitely does change. Um, you can start to see what looks like, like, like sheet music and and notes and things like carved into the throne itself, so that it mm -hmm. looks like almost if you read it right, you could like play it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, is that is was there more? Or was that it? No, I think that's it. Okay. I mean, I like. I would love to go, I don't know. There's part of me that's like, oh, like go whole hog and like carve instruments into it and like do all that. And I'm like, but I don't, um, I don't think so. There's still Aranus. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're still Aranus. Yeah. As your throne takes shape, energy swells out from you. There's a smile on Coram's face. As this energy ripples out beyond the bulb. And into this chamber, Darwin and Iolana, you see the bulb begin to grow. It is pressing outwards, threatening to fill up this entire room. What would you like to do? Uh, GTFO? Yeah. I don't in here, trying to drag Huracan and Vale out. Okay. Sam can certainly help with Huracan. Who wants to grab Vale? Sorry. Sam can help with Huracan's body. Who wants to grab Vale's body? Yolana will try. I'll 
Yeah, I'll grab whoever I can okay. or help. There are four people, so you could two person carry each of the bodies. Yeah, if you wanted to. Best, right? Okay. Why don't you help me and let the Tamani handle the big guy? Good plan. Agree. Okay. So between the four of you, you grab these two bodies. Sir Carl jumps on Darvin's shoulder. He's got an extra little glow about him right now. His belt buckle is in there. I just remember. Um, Oh, yeah. So there's a little (laughs) bit of like greenish yellow glow coming off of him and off of his flail. And if I was going to level up a a magical item, I think now would be the time. (laughs) Yeah. He has no idea what's going on. It just feels like new and tingly and exciting. (laughs) But he hops onto Darvin's shoulder. All right. I, uh, I think we're all here. Yes, make haste. Make haste. <laughs> Lots of haste. We shall make it. <laughs> okay. Quickly make your way out as this bulb continues to grow and you just see this wall of green and yellow flame chasing you through the hallways. It's not so fast that you need to run, but if you had to stop and like tie a shoe, this would be bad. And as it pushes through the ceiling of the chamber, you hear stones falling behind you. As you're making your way out, Darwin and Ilana, please roll athletics. Just to keep this pace going and not drop a body. Gotta love that minus one. Nine for Ilana. Four for me. Fucking A. With no minus, just a zero. Mm-hmm. It's just no strength-based people here. Okay. You see Sam start to lose his grip of Huracan's ankles, but uh, he catches him at the last moment. A pair of them continue on with Huracan and his... Sorry, continue on with Huracan's body. You two holding Vale's body, just limp with the flames pressing behind you, lose your grasp on them momentarily and drop them down to the ground. And as you're picking Vale's body back up, the flames inch closer and closer. And Darwin, you can feel it just right at your back, about to consume you, pass you up. And from your shoulder, you hear Sir Carl, a little, yeah, and he swings his flail. And somehow the impact of the flail pushes the flames back just a moment, just a foot or two giving you a chance here to continue your escape. What a badass. And tiny Sir Carl looks down at his flail, surprised. <laughs> Would you like to continue on? Yes, please. Uh, yes, please. <gasps> I mean, anytime you want to stop and be consumed by the flames, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> As it continues to push through the palace, stones continue to fall. Walls collapse. As you make your way through, Upstairs, you can hear shouts and screams from people within the palace. This is definitely beyond whatever the elementals were doing before when they were just causing a scene and being a wonderful distraction. Now the castle is falling down around them and people are in an absolute panic trying to get out. As you make your way up into like the main reception room and people are running all over the place, you see Kenny the Mace and his crew scrambling to get themselves together and make their way out as they're trying to push through the crowd with these bodies. 
Roll another athletics. Shit. That's a five. Oh, damn, guys. And a six. Mm-hmm. It's just all more tension. More tension. More tension. I mean, you're escaping a collapsing building right now. And people are panicked. People aren't looking where they're going. And as you're trying to make your way through the crowd, it's a slog. And people are bumping into you. And they knock the three of you down to the ground. And you look behind you and you see the green flames of that bulb growing larger and just eating away the floor. And as you're picking yourselves up, a bit of the ceiling collapses and both of you will take eight damage. I can do that. Okay. Yeah, still alive for now. Getting pelted by debris. There is a panic. Nobody is really stopping to help you up or help you out. Everybody's kind of looking out for their own selves right now. You pick up Vale's body and you continue your way out as these green flames just continue to grow and consume and destroy. Making your way outside, you see those beams of light that were connected to the bulb as they are reaching down to the different burrows here in the city of Vermilion. And people here in the Grand Passage are just aghast. At first it was fancy lights. Maybe this is all part of what the king had planned. Palace slowly being engulfed in flames? Probably not. They have no idea what's going on. There's screaming. There are people just staring. You definitely see Kashmiral just mouth, mouths agape, just staring in bewilderment at all this. Young Seth Ordone behind him, just watching as the palace begins to collapse down amidst all this green flame. And as it reaches the perimeter of the castle and is about to push into the Grand Passage, it stops. And there's a pulse there, like a heartbeat. Aranus. Attempting to claim this power and responsibility for your own. Make one last con save. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Well, that's a big fail. I got a three. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I got right to the end, and I'm gonna die. Oh, that makes me so angry. <laughs> Who said you're dying? Wait, how much health do you have? Fourteen. I'm gonna die. Not necessarily. Let's see here. Aranus, you take 11 points of damage. (laughs) There were ones on the dice. (laughs) You take 11 points of damage as all of this magic and this energy and this life is swelling through you. And this this is the final moment here. This is the last point in the decision as you feel this energy this life flowing and ready to burst from you. Do you bring it all back inside or let it go? Wait, meaning do I like 
shake off the tendrils and make them all know more? Or do I hang on to it? Is that what you're asking? Mm -hmm. You can bring them all inside. And this is the permanent fixture. This is you are the anchor for them. You are the linchpin for them. Or do you just let it all dissipate? Um, I guess... I guess I'm confused by the choice. Oh, is there um, is there is there a reason that I would let them dissipate? Considering we've tried so hard no, to hang on to them, I'm confused. I can't imagine why there would be. Okay, okay. No, I just want to. No, I just want to make sure that I'm actually understanding what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, you're understanding. I, I this no. is. <laughs> do you take them? Do you become the god for these peoples, or is this like the oh shit moment? I'm walking down the aisle. Turn around and run. <laughs> <laughs> get on a, thought, no <laughs> get on a fucking bus with dustin hoffman and run away um no um <laughs> no i don't do that um uh, uh no i i hang on to them okay and there's an immense outward pulse of energy followed by an even more powerful inward implosion of energy into Aranus. And you feel it all rushing into you. Power flowing through every point of your body. Outside, Darwin, Ilana, the massive crowds. You see the bulb expand one last time before it vanishes into a single point. And there's a silence. And then there's just a low boom as this ripple echoes out over the city. Windows are shattered. Dogs go running. It's, it's like a sonic boom in the middle of town. Looking at the center of the city where the palace once stood. There are a few remaining walls or pillars, but for the most part, it looked like something just scooped out the palace scooped out the ground. And there, deep in this crater, is this large green flame, tendrils of light extending out from it, reaching out into the city, passing through numerous people. Aranus, as things begin to calm, and you begin to feel more control, Coram turns from his throne and looks at you, well, Harness, you've done what few others have to replace a god, but you've done it on a scale unimaginable. Not complete, but still impressive. I don't suppose you would care to claim the title of chaos for yourself, or if you would like a different one. Pathox chose the name Chaos. You don't have to make that same choice. You can call yourself whatever you wish. You can call me Rebellion. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful twist on chaos. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for that, by the way. Quick, too. <laughs> I was like, well, what? What artists want to be associated with? Like, oh, I know. <laughs> well, Arnis, 
now that you're one of us, it's time for you to claim your spot with us. You don't need to spend your time with the mortals anymore. But if you wish to see them again, if you wish some parting words, by all means, go see your friends. Uh, yeah, I want to do that. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I didn't know if Arnus wanted to go back and say goodbye or if he had already done so. Okay, no. <clears throat> All right, Darwin and Iolana, as this magical wave collapses in and the city stands in silence, Vale and Huracan regain consciousness, still in the swapped bodies. But Vale, you wake up again, having missed the... Uh, like, what is with Vale not being able to participate in the big fights at the end? What the fuck, man? That's two seasons in a row. Vale's like, let's go mess some shit up. And then you like, you mess some shit up. And then next thing you know, like you pass out and you wake up and everything's changed. And Vale's like, oh, for fuck's sake. At least this time I'm still in the right realm. It's true. Wrong body, though. Interesting. Hmm. You're getting closer. Mm-hmm. As you all stand there, you start to hear the silent chatter among the crowd along the Grand Passage. The bulb, slightly larger than it may have been before, continues to burn. And stepping out of it is a figure. Aranus, what do you look like as you emerge from the bulb? Um, really selfishly, I want to say that I have my fancy tight pants back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have them that back. Mavic's people stole from me. They can be the same tight pants or better tight pants. How do you want? So it's my one bit of selfishness. Mm-hmm. But like, I think mostly, mostly I look the same. But you can just see like this kind of purple light around me that you kind of can't tell where it's coming from. Um, it's like that touched by an angel lighting. Yeah, it is a little bit. It looks like it looks like what happens normally when I like cast fairy fire on people, but it's just like, but it's on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, people are very confused to see a person emerge from a ball of fire. <laughs> what do you do, Arnis? Darwin, Ilana Vale. What do you do? Uh, Vale takes a sigh and says, is it done? (laughs) In Huracan's body, which is ridiculous. Giant genie Mm -hmm. body. Are you you waiting for Arnis to approach? Are you running down there to see Arnis? Oh, I'm not going down there. I'm just like from where I am up uh, at the top of the crater. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Vale asks this question and Arnis hasn't decided yet if he's comfortable just like shouting at a crowd of people so he waits and like walks up to where they're standing and then says it's done good darvin what about you what do you do um nothing in particular except that helpfully add done done (laughs) (laughs) done done Uh, I suppose that's a fair point. Uh, as, uh, as done as I can make it right now, I guess. Okay. Um. 
Sam is absolutely thrilled to see you come back out alive. He reaches out to grab to hug you, but he stops right at that purple light. And he's like, ah, I have no idea if this is safe. Pulls his hands back. But I'm so glad to see you already. Same. You see a tiny Sir Carl on Darwin's shoulder. His flail now has a purple glow to it. Hmm. He says, I see you've made it. Huzzah. Wonderful. We have many more adventures ahead of us. Yes. Well, I think you do. Arnis is going to un- unbuckle the belt. And I guess because Darwin just has all my shit, I'm just going to keep <laughs> handing him stuff. Um, <laughs> and I, I hand over the belt to Darwin. If only because Sir Carl happens to be sitting on his shoulder. That doesn't mean that Darwin has to wear the belt, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Darwin doesn't know how to react. I'm jaw, floor, again. Well, fuck it. Elon is the one with no tact. Why are you giving him the belt? Out of that. Would you prefer I gave it to you? No, I'm just like, why are you... The, the question is, why are you giving it up? It's what you carry. He's clearly meant to connect to you now, especially. Look at the color you're radiating and the color of his light. But he can do the most good here. Where and I don't... are you going? <laughs> well, I... Corm made it sound like this is it. Yeah, you're a god. Congratulations, just like all the other gods we've walked uh, walked along the earth with. You're just going to disappear now. I don't know. All right, well, no skin off my back. I, to be air. fair, Cor- sorry, Corm, was really, Corm was really vague, and I, I like have no idea what the rules are here. So like, Arnis is completely flying blind, which is um, why he's kind of behaving like this well, is if, the end. If you say that, then Yolanda's answer would simply be, well, you're a god. I think you can kind of get to make the rules up as you want now, uh, seeing as you're a god. I suppose you have a point. I would also take anything Quorum asked you to do with a essence of what does he get out of it because he's done nothing but manipulate you he, the entire time he's known you. So what does he get out of you not being in this realm? Less people doing what they want, probably. <sighs> Just saying, if Quorum says go left, my instinct would be probably go right. <laughs> he hasn't ever steered you in the right direction. Well, that's true. Except the time you saved your life. At what cost? Yeah, but... <laughs> Saving I mean, your life. Look at all that other bullshit that's happened since then. Yeah, but I, I don't think you can write the relationship buff as entirely manipulative. That's not accurate. Well, but even saving my life was a manipulation. Go do this thing for me, but I'm not going to tell you anything about the consequences because I don't know them. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> as you're having this discussion... In the air, everyone, you can all hear Coram's voice as if emanating from that bulb. He says, Arnis, I think you've had your fun. I think you've had your chance to say your farewells. Now it's time to come home. You have much to learn. (laughs) You have many, many new responsibilities. I'm just going to shout back because I have no idea how this works. 
Uh, this is my home. What do you do? Um, do you, are you staying? Are you leaving? Are you finding people in the crowd? Artists, what do you do, artists? Tell them this is your home. I mean, as much as I hated his methods, I don't think Pathox was wrong that his place was here with his people. And so, too, is mine. Here. With my people. Okay. Are you saying that standing firm there in front of the flame, like, as you, where you stand, but are you saying that just standing firm, speaking to the flame, or are you saying this as you leave, or are you saying this as you, I don't know, change into a winged, uh, change into an Aarakocra and fly away? I don't know. How do you... How do you end this conversation with Corum? That's what I want to know. Sorry. There we go. That's the question um, I was looking for. How do you end this? Is this words? Is this action? So I I don't think I'd go anywhere yet, but I haven't I definitely like have not moved an inch from my friends. Darvin Vale, Ilana, how do you do you show your support for RNS in this decision? And how? Just standing supportively posing mm-hmm. i mean i just like just yeah kind of just standing there like okay literally backing him up rock album pose right? <laughs> okay question then before i go on to what's next are we cool with that being the final shot of just everybody standing firm at the edge of this crater or do we want to go out on a different scene? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you'll want to unveil support Arnis, but they're also done. Yolana just wants to go home, and Vale is old and tired and just wants their body and a nap. <laughs> so, like, they're standing there, but they've also got one eye on the exit. That's fair. Arnis, Darvin. Cool with this being the closing scene of being here at this crater, or do we want to like, go out on you walking into the sunset? Uh, I, mean, I know what the narrative portion around, like the broader narrative portion is, but I'm just curious because, like, you're ending this book on a success. It may not be like a hundred percent success, but this is success. Everybody's here, everybody's alive. There have been some casualties, there have been some losses, but. The group, the party is together. The overall considered a success. Yeah, I mean, if we're cool with ending it here, at, like in this physical location. I think it's good. I can lead us through good. that. It's like the best ending we've had. Yeah, I think it's fitting. Okay. As you all stand resolute but weary at the edge of this crater where the palace once stood, the bulb burning brightly. Coram's voice continues to seek Aranus's return to bring him to the realm of the gods, embodying this spirit of rebellion. Aranus stands firm. Darwin, Iwana, Vale, Sam, Carolina, and even Sir Carl Luminous, in support, relieved. And and with a whole world of new possibilities in front of them, 
not knowing what Arnus's newfound godhood might mean for them, or for the world at large, what this means for the threads that they've managed to pull together, for the elves, for the dragons, for the dwarves, for so many others. And as Corm's frustration grows with Arnus's refusal to listen to his requests and his demands, he realizes far too late, of course, that Arnus is just too much like Pathox, too much like Patches. Not, not the same, but in spirit, in his willingness to follow his own path and to forge ahead with his friends outside of what Coram may want and outside of Coram's plans for the world and beyond. The city looks on confused. This man has emerged from the flames, glowing and unhurt, and is just exuding power, exuding magic. And across the city, across the continent, across the globe, many who are weak and on the verge of giving into the withering take a new breath, a stronger breath. Visages harden in determination and new life, not knowing where it came from and not particularly caring why it happened, only grateful that it did, ready to go and take advantage of this new chance at life that they've been given. Some sing praises to their gods, to Olwenir, to Yoru, to Gregog Ironhand, some even still to Pathox not knowing of his fate before, and certainly not knowing of his fate now. And what these actions mean for the world, what this newfound god of rebellion has in store for everyone, whether it is prosperous or calamitous, we will find out in Book 4 of Seasons of Skyrend. And with that, will bring this chapter to a close, but the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.
Hello, Sky friends. We hope you enjoyed the conclusion of book three. There's so much I could say about our story so far, but for now, I'll leave it at thank you for listening. And I'm leaving it at that because we want you to send in your questions for our second ever Q&A. We're accepting questions covering anything and everything from books one to three, including our interlude sessions. You have until April 30th, 2021 to send in your questions. You can send them to our email, skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. If you do, please include book three Q&A in the subject line so we don't miss it. You can also submit questions on our Discord server, and we'll also be posting opportunities on Twitter if that's easier. We'll be recording the Q&A after our next interlude game of The Glamour releases in a few weeks. Ask as many questions as you like on any subject, and we promise to get to as many as possible. This book has been an incredible journey for us, and we want to give you the chance to have your voices and questions heard. Don't forget, send us your questions by the end of the month. Thanks again to everyone for all of your support. And remember, the story will always continue.